Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast and I am recording this episode from my room in our new home in Costa Rica and for the first time my room finally feels like a home. I spent a lot of time putting it together and I'm looking out at a view of the ocean and palm trees and feels like the perfect place to create this episode because I'm going to give you a little bit of an update of what the last week or two kind of looked like getting to here because I feel like I've learned so many lessons. It's like every week of my life in the past few months, I felt like I've learned a year's worth of lessons. It's just like I'm in this time vortex. It's such a reminder that time does not exist. Time truly is just, it's just a construct that us humans create to try to describe this thing we call reality. But it really doesn't exist. Like everything is existing and happening in this little blip, which is the present moment, right? The past, the future, right now, you know, millions of other timelines, everything is existing right here, right now. And it's these experiences where I'm like, whoa, that was not a week. That was energetically equivalent to a year. Those are the moments where I'm like, reality is not real. Like we're just living in this I don't know. It feels like this cosmic joke, like nothing feels real. I was this morning. I took this sunrise hike. I woke up uh, really early and decided to go for a sunrise hike into there's this really beautiful spot kind of up a mountain in the jungle where you can overlook the ocean and watch the sun come up behind a mountain. And I went there by myself and it was beautiful and I meditated and I use that time to respond to my clients and boxer. And then I was walking back and there's this signpost that says on it, Joker. (laughs) And it says Joker next to it. It says Joker twice. And it just felt like this sign of the universe. Like, yeah, the universe is just this Joker or God, source, spirit, whatever you want to use. It's just a cosmic joke and we don't have to take it so damn seriously. And after that moment, I was, I walked past it and I was like contemplating this thought and I was walking down the path through the jungle and it was just me and I'm listening to the sounds of the jungle in the morning. It's so beautiful. And in front of me, there were these two birds and they were just sitting in the middle of the dirt path. It was so odd. I've never seen any birds do this before. They weren't nesting in a tree. They were just sitting in the middle of the path. And as I got closer, they looked at me and they opened their wings and they kind of like jumped almost like they flew like a foot and a half and they sat again. And they, it was beautiful. There were these black birds with these yellow stripes. I've never seen it before. And then I walked forward another two feet, got really close to them. They looked at me, opened their wings, and like flew forward. 
a step and a half. And they continued this for probably like three minutes. It felt like a really long time. But it was, it was like they were leading me down the path. And oh my gosh, of course, right as I said that, I looked down at my recording on my computer and it was at 3.33, which is just another divine sign. But that moment with those birds felt so magical. Like it just felt unreal that these two beautiful, gorgeous, exotic looking birds laying in the middle of the path, waiting for me in the middle of a jungle, leading me down the path step by step, like looking back to make sure that I was following them. And it just felt like a sign that it just, it just, it felt like magic. I don't know how to put words to it. It felt like magic. It didn't feel like real life. It felt like I was in Alice in Wonderland or, or something like that, but it is real life. And it came right after that Joker sign. And it just was this divine reminder that life is not as real and as serious as we make it out to be. And there are signs of magic and divine synchronicities everywhere if we're open to receiving them. And I feel so in alignment right now, more than I ever have really in my life. And I've been receiving so many of these synchronicities. The other day I was biking from my house to the gym. And I was biking with a friend and in front of our bike, a little white butterfly came and flew and it did the same thing as the birds. It like flew ahead a couple of feet and then it just flew in the air until we biked up to it. And then it flew ahead a couple of feet and then it flew at one space in the air until we caught up to it. And it kept doing this for a few minutes and it led us halfway to the gym and then it flew away. And I've had so many of these crazy moments. I can't even, I'm not going to spend the whole podcast talking about them because I'll bore you. But I've had so many of these moments in the past few weeks where it just, it's a reminder that everything is a reflection of God, spirit, universe, source, divine, our own highest selves, everything. Source is commuting, is communicating to us through everything all around us in all moments. Nothing is a coincidence. And the more you notice the synchronicities, no matter how small, the more you notice and focus on them and appreciate them and receive them as a sign of divine synchronicity, as a sign of support, as a sign of magic, the more you receive them. And for me, it's really important to receive these synchronicities because it helps me to like to ground into the fact, the fact that life is not as serious as we make it out to be. That we have so much more control than we actually believe that we do. That anything and everything is possible. Anything and everything. You can create anything out of nothing. It makes me feel really limitless. Because it's easy to get bogged down into the small things that that can go wrong in everyday life, as we all do. And it's important to have little reminders to bring you back into the magic that is life around us. And this is where abundance comes from, right? From focusing on the abundance that's already here. But what is abundance at its nature? Like it is our divine nature. Abundance is connection to spirit, connection to source, connection to God, connection to universe. Because when we are one with that, we are abundance by nature. So by being open to receive all of the magical moments around you and by focusing on them and noticing them and appreciating them, they expand. And that expands within your being as well, right? We attract more of what we focus on. Where attention goes, energy flows. Where energy flows becomes what we attract more of. 
And so when we're focusing on and open to receiving something which is within the vibration of abundance, we attract and expand more abundance in every single area of our life. I'm not just talking about money, but money is included. You know, everyone wants to work through their money blocks, but just focusing on your money blocks isn't going to change your life. There are so many people in the world who have so much money in their bank accounts, but they don't experience any abundance. And there are people who have no money in their bank accounts and experience extremely abundant realities. And there are people who have an overflowing bank account and experience a ton of abundance in their realities. This is kind of the sweet spot. And so the goal is never, how could I manifest more money solely? The goal is, how can I embody abundance in every aspect of my being and every aspect of my life? How can I live my life in a way in which me simply living automatically attracts the opportunities, the experiences, the finances that I am desiring? I don't have to try or force it. I get to simply be and live my most magical life and attract everything I desire. This happens by consciously creating the small moments, by consciously choosing your energy in every single moment. Where is your focus going? What meaning are you giving to everything around you? We get to choose the meaning of everything that happens to us and everything that we see. So we can choose to give something a meaning of, huh, that was weird. Or we can choose to give it, give it the meaning of, wow, What a divine sign sent directly to me from the universe. What proof that abundance is constantly flowing my way, that my life is full of miraculous moments, that I can be surprised in any moment by the way my life manifests and attracts. And I kind of had this moment, it was last weekend. I was, I'm in the middle of launching a couple of things and I was feeling like I wasn't doing enough. And I was like, I see all these other coaches out there and they're posting every single day and they're doing all of these things and they're posting on their Instagram feeds every day and they're going live and they're doing this and that. And I was like, I just don't feel like doing that. It feels like too much. But I got caught in this story of I should do more. All of those other coaches are doing more. Maybe I should do more. And it was a Saturday morning. I usually don't work on weekends. And I was getting in my head like, hmm, should I just spend a couple hours working right now? And... Then I remembered, wait a second, wait a second. I get to choose the meaning I give to everything in life. I can choose to give meaning to this story in my head. I can choose to see other coaches who are successful on Instagram. I can see what they're doing. And I can choose to give it the meaning that I must do that to have their success. Or I can choose a meaning that actually feels good to my soul. I can choose that that is their way, but my way is different. I can choose the meaning that... I get to do what feels good and no more. And I get to go live my most magical freaking life. And that that embodiment, that energy will attract all else. So I shifted the meaning. I shifted the energy. I decided not to work. Shut everything down. Ended up going on a boat with all of my friends. It was a magical, beautiful day. We saw probably 15 dolphins. We saw two whales. I've never seen whales in Costa Rica. We were jumping into the ocean like I've never laughed so much in my life. It was one of the most magical days I've experienced in a long time. And I just spent the whole weekend just purely in my bliss, doing things that felt really, really good and just like fed my soul and lit me up. I was in my joy. And I came back and Sunday evening, I checked 
my applications and I had gotten 20 something like 25 applications in out of nowhere of me doing nothing but being in my joy. People being attracted out of nowhere. The applications had doubled and I had a similar experience this past weekend. Also, I guess that was two weekends ago. And this past weekend, I kind of did the same thing. I decided I'm going to go have the most magical day and set the intention that while I'm in my joy and I'm disconnected from all else, I attract abundant experiences. I attract soulmate clients. I attract payments in full. I get to make a shit ton of money and I get to be more in my purpose. And that all gets a shift and happen for me while I am in my highest joy. So I, I did the same thing. I went and had an adventure. Like we happened to see this crocodile. I've never seen a crocodile this big. We just, we rented a golf court, kidnapped our friends. We were riding the golf cart over this bridge, looked over, happened to see a giant croc. We got out and looked at the croc and literally 30 seconds later, it swam away. And it was pretty rare to see this crocodile. And it was like the crocodile was just waiting for us. Went to this beautiful viewpoint and had a magical day with my friends. Came home to a paid in full client, you know, payment just waiting for me. And that came with no effort, no force. I didn't have to post something. I actually had to post anything all weekend. It just showed up. And it's more confirmation of this belief that I am embodying in my reality. If I get to live my most magical life, I get to do the things that feel really good. I take inspired action all the time, but only when it's inspired. And when I feel that urge to take forced action, I stop myself and I shift the story. And I ask myself, what actually feels really inspiring to me right now? Because I've chosen to create a life in which I only do things that feel inspiring to me. I only take action when it really feels like my soul is calling me. And I choose, I have chosen a reality in which when I act on my deepest devotion and my highest inspiration, I am always rewarded. I attract everything I need and desire. And I'm in a place right now where this is really, really true for me. I am living my most magical life. It's hard to even explain in words how fulfilled I feel right now. More fulfilled than I have really ever felt. But that's how life should be. Every year, life gets better and better and better. I get to be surprised every year. That's always my mantra. Life gets better every single year. And that's not to say that this entire year has felt like this. And I want you all to understand that while, yes, I am feeling more aligned than I ever have in my entire life and things are feeling really magical and coming together in really synchronistic ways. And the impact I'm making right now is so much deeper than it ever has been. My clients are having the most incredible transformations. Like I'm blown away by the depth of the clients that I'm attracting and the ways they're showing up for themselves and everything in my, my life has just kind of gone up a notch. But if I'm being completely honest in the past year in 2021, I probably cried more than I have in my entire life combined. It was the deepest, deepest quantum portal of healing. <laughs> but I always say this, the expansion must follow the contraction and Everything in my life had to die and I had to grieve it all for it all to be reborn and recreated in a way that was in such alignment. And I look back and I'm so grateful for all of the things that felt really unbearable at the time. And when I was in the midst of all this, I knew, I still knew deep down that something amazing was coming of it. But when I was in the middle of it, all I felt was the grief and the sadness and, and the hurt and the pain. 
But right now I'm experiencing the expansion that I knew was coming and I've been experiencing the expansion for a few months, but it keeps getting better and better. Not to say that there are difficult moments, but if you're in the midst of the death, right? It's like a death and rebirth cycle. If you're in the midst of what I call the mush, the void, I just want you to know that the expansion is coming. It is universal law. The expansion must follow the contraction. And I can tell you from the midst of my expansion that your expansion is going to be better than anything you could ever possibly imagine. You don't even need to try to imagine what it could be like because it's going to exceed all of your expectations. Are you open to the universe completely surprising you? I never imagined that my life could look like this or even that my business could be like this even a year ago. I thought I was happy with my business. I was making, I am making multiple six figures, living a pretty incredible life, surrounded by friends, traveling all the time. But then the universe forced it all to stagnate and tore it all away from me. And after I grieved everything, I recreated it. And now I'm in a space where I've created a business where I can work three, four days a week for a few hours a day attract multiple six figures and I'm so much deeper in my purpose, more fulfilled than I ever have been. I've caught everything on my business that felt like excessive or didn't light me up. I no longer do things I don't feel like doing <laughs> at all. No, thank you. I only do what I love in my business and I only work hours that I really desire to work. I typically don't work before 10 or 11 a.m. I don't work past 4 or 4.30 except for special occasions or specific times and requests. But this isn't what my business looked like last year. I was working a lot more last year. I was so happy. I just didn't realize it could actually get better. But in order for it to get better, it had to be torn away from me first. Because we have to say goodbye to good to attract great or amazing or magnificent. But sometimes we're so happy with where we are that we don't dream bigger. And when we desire and we ask for our next up level, but we don't exactly know what it's going to look like, sometimes the universe tears away what we thought was really, really good. And it can feel really, really heart-wrenching. But it's only because we can't see what's coming. It's like the universe just wants you to know, but oh, if only you could just see what was coming. You wouldn't stress about what's happening. You're allowed to feel the pain and the grief, but there is so much beauty and magic coming, and life can be so much better than you can imagine. But right now, you're unknowingly settling for something that feels really good but there's something even better coming for you. So if you feel like doors are closing where you wish they were opening or you've been something has been working really well for you and suddenly it's not, just want you to know that it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or you're doing something wrong. It actually might just mean that there's something way, way, way better. And I also want to note that if you're intending for an up level in your life, the universe is going to crack your heart open because love is our life force energy. Love is the nature of the universe, like abundance. Abundance and love are one and the same. It is the nature of everything. It is the heart of manifestation. And so if you're intending to up-level in some way, but your heart is closed off, the universe is going to send you an experience to crack your heart open because we need that love to be flowing to create the energetic match for what you're intending to attract to you and love doesn't need to be created it's already there it just needs to be unblocked and I think of it like the other day I was journaling on this and the, the vision that came to me was thinking of it like kind of like a heart attack 
right? When your arteries are clogged, the blood can't get through. Eventually, the blockage is so strong that we have a physical reaction to it, a heart attack. And the same thing can kind of happen to us with the flow of our energy, the flow of love in our lives. If we start creating dams in our heart, right, blockages, then the flow can't get through. I think of it almost like a flow of like a river. If there's like a dam, or the flow of blood, if there's blockages in the arteries, it can't get through. So when we have blockages and the flow of love, which is our life force energy, can't get through, we can literally have reactions like a heart attack, but energetically we feel stuck and stagnant and we feel kind of like our life force has been like zapped out of us and we don't know why, but you know, what you put out into the world is what you receive. And so if you have blockages, you have these like artery blockages or these dams, I imagine like trying to dam the flow of a river or really try to dam an ocean because our love, our power cannot really be dammed. But when we create these blockages, we're effectively also stopping ourselves from receiving what we desire, right? When we block ourselves from our outpour of love, which is our natural state of being, we're also blocking ourselves from receiving that love and receiving more abundance. So when we want to get to the next level of our life, we want to manifest more love, more abundance. We need to unblock the flow of what we're putting out because we can only receive what we're giving. And so oftentimes the universe will send us experiences help to crack our heart open, to break down the dams, to unblock the blockages so that we can receive more. And oftentimes we don't understand because these experiences can feel painful. And for me, one of those experiences was like a really intense heartbreak and it completely cracked me open. It broke down that dam and it let all of that pain in. But this is the thing, like when we take down the dam, take down the blockages, yes, love gets to flow in and out, but so does the pain and all the things that we've been trying to avoid. And that's why when the universe sends us an experience to break down that dam, sometimes first we feel pain and it can feel heart-wrenching and it can feel unbearable. But when we allow that in without trying to block it, we also allow in more love and more abundance and more of everything that we're actually truly desiring. Because we don't realize that dam didn't actually stop the pain from coming in. The pain was still there. It just got repressed into our subconscious where it continued to hold down our vibration. But it also blocked the love and the abundance out. And so when you get completely cracked open, right, that's where the light gets to come in. That's where universe, where universe, God, source, spirit gets to come in, where the love gets to come in. And I truly believe that we can only love to the depth that we know our own pain intimately. And so when we are taught to feel our own pain, we're also taught to love. Because what is unconditional love? Right? The love of the universe is unconditional. And abundance is unconditional love. That is the vibration. We want to attract all the things. We need to get closer to the vibration of unconditional love, which is the nature of the universe, the nature of our souls. But oftentimes when we give love, we're expecting to receive something back. And we feel hurt when we don't receive it. You know, how can I love someone this much and they're not loving me back or they're not giving me this or they're not showing up for me or it's just not the way I wanted it to be or why does it hurt like this? But the truth is that real love is unconditional and doesn't need anything in return. But what happens is we're afraid to give unconditional love. We give in the hopes of receiving because we're afraid of being hurt or being rejected or not feeling good enough. We're afraid of giving our love and not receiving what what we desire in return. 
But if we're withholding our love because we are unsure if we're going to receive it back, or if we're even shaming and repressing and pushing away our own true feelings of love for the same reason, because we're unsure if we're going to receive it back, we're not in a state of unconditional love. We're in a state of scarcity and lack, in a state of fear. That's a blockage. We're closing our hearts off. We're creating a dam. We're saying, no, I'm not going to be open to experience this love that I feel, whether it's for a friend or a family member or a romantic partner, or it could be anything or anyone. When I am not allowing myself to fully experience this love and validate it, and even maybe express it, because I am unsure if I'm going to receive validation back, we're closing our hearts. We're closing our hearts. We're closing our hearts. We're blocking off the flow of unconditional love, which is our life force. It's our nature. It is abundance. So you want to have true abundance? Can you open your heart? Can you open your heart? Can you open your heart? Can you open your heart more? Can you refuse to close it off even when you feel pain? Even when someone hurts you? Can you open your heart back up? And still validate yourself. And yes, I can still be in a state of unconditional love. Because this is what happens when we try to open our hearts. We open our hearts, we break down some of the dams, we've been cracked open. We're wide open to receive. And then what sometimes happens is we'll literally attract experiences into our reality that will give us permission to close our hearts. Because having closed up hearts feels safe, feels comfortable to us. It's what we're used to for most of us. And we feel really uncomfortable having an open heart. And so we may attract experiences that'll trigger us into closing them and just saying, no, I'm closing myself off. I'm pushing that love away because it's too painful to experience this love, knowing that I might not receive it back in the ways that I'm desiring. My expectations might not be met. And so we attract triggering painful experiences that tempt us to shut down our hearts, to build up those dams again. And this is the challenge. Can I stay open? Can I still choose to see this through the lens of unconditional love? Can I choose to see the highest in this scenario? This doesn't mean that we lessen our standards or our boundaries, but it means that we choose to validate our own feelings, that we choose to validate the love that we feel. We choose to see the highest love in each and every person. For me, that's looked like I'm going to keep my heart open and I'm going to choose to validate the fact that even when I'm not receiving, when my expectations aren't being met, I am still going to react from a place of love. I'm still going to keep my heart open. I'll keep my head open to the pain and I'm going to keep my heart open to the love that I feel because they're not mutually exclusive. I can feel hurt by someone and I can still feel unconditional love for them. Because here's the thing, whenever you put love out into the world, whenever you choose to validate your own expression of love and you allow yourself to feel that love without making it smaller, right? Rather than what happens is we'll get triggered and we say, Oh, Why am I putting my love in someone who's hurting me? And this could be a business partner. It could be a friend, a family member, a part. It could be a romantic partner. It could be anyone. Why am I putting my love here? And I'm not receiving back what I desire to receive. And so we have two options. Close off our hearts to love, push that love away, judge ourselves for it, wish it wasn't there, or even repress it and refuse to validate it. Or we can choose this, the meaning that, Hey, unconditional love is my nature. I'm going to choose to align myself with love. I'm going to choose to validate 
this love that I have to give. And I know that every time I put love out into the world, even if it's just energetically sending love to someone, I know I'm receiving it back already because what I put out is already mine. What I give to the world, I give to myself. So even if I'm not receiving it in the way I want to receive it from my mom or my sister or my friend or my partner or whoever it is, even if I'm not receiving it back in the way I desire to receive it, I know that when I put my love out into the world, it's already coming back to me in many, many, many forms. My love is not going unreceived. It's not going unvalidated. It is always being fully received, fully met, and fully returned to me. Because giving love to that person that I feel so tempted to withhold from is the same as giving love to the parts of myself that I've been withholding love from. Because the people that we're most tempted to withhold love from are the people that reflect parts of us that feel unworthy of love. Right? That partner that triggers you because they're not giving you enough presence or attention. What parts of you trigger you? Do you feel ashamed of that you're not giving presence and attention to? Right? That, that parental figure who is always judging you and critiquing you. How are they a reflection of a part of you that's always judging and critiquing yourself? And it doesn't mean that we have to go express our love to them verbally. That's not what I'm saying, that you need to go express your love to your ex-partner or express your love to an estranged parent. If that's what feels aligned, great. Maybe it means writing them a letter that you never send, expressing that love to them. Expressing how much you see that hurt little child in them who is just expressing themselves, expressing love in the way that they were taught as a child. They were acting from their own pain and that you can still see the love in them. That you still know that underneath all of it, underneath all of the pain and the hurt that they may have caused, you can still feel the depth of their unconditional love when you tap into their highest selves. Because truly our loved ones are our soul family. Even when they hurt us, they still have unconditional love for us. They're our soul family. And we hurt our loved ones when we have pain within ourselves that is unprocessed. We act from that pain unconsciously because we all have so much pain in our lives that we never ask for that we don't know how to deal with. We were never given the tools to deal with most of the pain that we're faced with in our lives. And when we don't have the tools to deal with it, it gets pushed deep down and it comes out unconsciously in the way that we treat our loved ones because our loved ones trigger us more than anything else. And if we don't have the level of awareness or the tools or the support to work through that, it comes out unconsciously in the way that we act towards those around us. So a big shift for me has been learning to forgive those who have hurt me, who I loved, and to still have and validate my unconditional love for them. We don't even have to like them or the way that they've acted, but we can validate the love that we have or have had for them and not close off our hearts to them. This is the work. This is the challenge. Can you keep your heart open? Can you send that love out energetically to those people or experiences that you're so tempted to close your heart off to? You're also sending it to yourself. You're deeply healing these parts of you because it's all a reflection of you. It all is. Every single person who triggers you, they are all you. They're all you. Healing your relationship. To them heals your relationship to yourself. I just want to reiterate, this doesn't mean 
you need to heal an in-person relationship. It might, whatever resonates. It might just mean cutting some energetic cords. It might just mean releasing the shame and judgment around yourself and acknowledging that love and hurt can coexist and that is perfectly fine. But it doesn't mean that you have to close your heart off. Keep your heart open. It's your biggest superpower. Your ability to love deeply is your greatest, greatest, greatest gift and power in this life. And the more we open our hearts, the more we're able to attract them this energy of ease. This is feminine attraction, right? We've got like this masculine energy, masculine attraction, which is learning to manifest through force, through productivity, through constant action, which can work, but it will burn us out. Attracting through feminine energy means opening our hearts, becoming radiant. Keeping our hearts open, even when we're in pain, makes us radiant. This is how we attract more with ease. And this is a lot of what we work on in my Quantum Queen and Mastermind, is opening our hearts, processing the pain, keeping our hearts open to the love for ourselves, for our loved ones, for those in our lives. We've released, I mean, with these women, we've done so much work around releasing shame and coming back to a place of unconditional love for ourselves because this is where abundance happens. Everyone wants to attract with ease. Great. You don't do that by making a manifestation list. You can't learn to do that in a course or on a YouTube video or in a podcast. You do it by opening your heart, cracking your heart open little by little by little. And sometimes it's easier to learn to come back to that place of unconditional love by seeing that unconditional love reflected to you first. That's why having an intimate group of women who are all reflecting that love to each other is so damn powerful. There is nothing else like it in the world. Nothing like having your hands held and your heart cracked open by a mentor and by a group of women who are all in the same place as you, who are reflecting back to you the highest version of you and unconditional love, even in the moments where you feel like your most unlovable self. This is the quantum healing. This is the shift into the feminine essence. This is the shift into radiance. This is the shift into ease of attraction into quantum leaps. There is no shortcut there. You have to be fully committed to yourself and your growth. But I am here. I'm here for all of it, if you are. So if you're in a place where you're wanting to attract with more ease, where you're wanting the quantum leaps or quantum shifts, but you don't know what the next step is, or you're just feeling really aligned with more sisterhood and support, all my clients are soulmate clients. Like if this is for you, you're going to have an inkling, you're going to have a nudge, you're going to have a feeling. This is the last week of enrollment. Reach out to me on Instagram at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore or apply with a link in the show notes. If you feel more called to a more intimate container, you want to do one-on-one work with me, I have two more spots available that I'm opening up right now. You can reach out to me or apply with the link in the show notes for that. If you're at the beginning of your manifestation journey and you just want a self-led course on how to manifest your dreams, BAA is for you. That is enrolling right now as well you've got lots of options. So that's all I'm going to share today. That went in a different direction than I imagined as usual. If it resonated with you, I love it when you all share it on Instagram and tag me. It makes me so happy as usual. If it spoke to you, share it with anyone you think might resonate with it. I love it when you leave me reviews on iTunes. It makes me cry. They're so sweet. And with all of that said, I can't wait to meet the last few of you queens who will be joining the mastermind and filling those one-on-one containers. I feel like you are so energetically close. I can't wait to feel who you are. I know this 
These offers are for someone. I can't wait to meet you. And I will talk to you all in next week's episode.